Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the podcaster who's uh, bangs. You know, if I had to see, if I had to see all the time to make this podcast, I'd say I'd, I'd need to trim my bangs. But luckily, right now, even though they're in my face, I think my headphones can get them out of my face. Uh, and I'm here to keep uh, to put to keep to to get to, to distract you from the proverbial bangs of your thoughts. Uh, and if you're wondering what I'm talking about, it's probably because you're in the right place. Because it's time for Sleep with Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making that possible, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside... I already got mixed up, uh, but is that what I'm supposed to say now? Create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's thoughts you're thinking about, thoughts about the past, the present, the future... You're thinking of something, then you're still thinking of it. Even like my thoughts are independent. They say like a like we run we run our own lives. And they say, but your thoughts in my mind. Oh no! Don't please don't tell us what to do. They don't say please though. I was just trying to be nice. Uh, so whatever thoughts, uh, feelings, anything you're feeling physically. Uh, that's coming up for you or emotionally it, it could be related to those thoughts and or it could be related to something else uh it could be changes in time temperature routine it could be a mystery i mean it could be a mystery you're working on or it could just be a mystery say i don't know why i can't sleep or i don't know why i'm waking up so early but whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of that and keep you company so you can fall asleep because your sleep is important. You deserve a good night's sleep. If I don't say, if you don't listen to anything else I say, I hope you hear that. You deserve it. You deserve a place you can rest. You deserve a bedtime you feel neutral about or that you can look forward to, not a bedtime you dread. And the reason I make the show is because I've been there. I know how it feels. That's why it's important to me for you to get the rest you need and you deserve. Uh, because if you get the rest you need, your life will be more manageable. And ideally, you'll be out there flourishing. And then the world we all live in will be a little bit better if your world's a little bit better. And that is true. That's the most important part about the show. So I'm saying it early now. And the way I propose to do it is I'm going to take a safe place. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to give it some space. I'm going to air, I guess, I don't know if I've ever aired out the safe place. So I'm going to air it out. Uh, it could, it has a cross breeze that could be cool or warm, adjustable cross breezes uh, that you can turn on or off as well. Cause adjusting doesn't just mean like it go, go from zero to whatever scale or if you prefer measuring it on some, some others, whatever scale you like measuring. If you don't, no need to measure though. So it'll be air, it could be aired out. But you could, there's probably people out there that say, I prefer a stuffy soft place. Uh, I don't like it. Like, uh, I find that some people have, I wonder if snuffleupagus has ever been stuffy. I don't know why, just because those words are similar sight words for me. Snuffleupagus was, uh, big birds. I don't know if Snuffleupagus was imaginary. I hope not. Sorry, Snuffleupagus. I think Snuffleupagus is a really nice word to say in a sleep podcast, uh, but Snuffleupagus was on a Sesame Street. Snuffleupagus, in my mind at least, was something like a woolly mammoth, uh, but not so big. No tusks, uh, possibly imaginary. Never, I don't know if Snuffleupagus ever had a stuffy nose, but like, uh, it, it the only thing that led me to that was saying, there's there's just no chance that on planet Earth, that, you know, we all have different tastes and preferences and needs, right? And there's got to be a, a percentage of people out there that say, you know what, I prefer a stuffy place. Uh, I know, I know, it's like. Uh, you know, not popular, uh, you know, it may, but I, I like a stuffy place. Uh, oh, give me a home. 
where it's so stuffy, even Snuffleupagus could roam. But it would be tight because, you know, obviously a stuffy place maybe you know, but you could have a gigantic stuffy place. We've all been there. Yeah, and I don't know, this. these two things don't necessarily go together, but you could say, no, you know what, I take my water stagnant, man. That's how I like it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are different, you know, I'm sure that there's beings out there. You know, if you're algae, you say, yeah, man, I like my water stagnant, of course. How do you think I get this beautiful green hue? Uh, stagnation. It's not stagnant to me. It's just stagnant to you. But while you, since you're using the term stagnant, I'm telling you my preference. You, like, here's here's something. Uh, do, go ahead and do it. Uh, you know, like next time you order water, if they say, you know, frizzante or tap or still or with, uh, you say, I'll take mine stagnant, man. Give me one water stagnant. You see, you're going to drink it? No, I'm going to, um, I'm going to ponder it. And then, um, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll do something with it. Don't worry. I won't waste it. But I take water. I take mine stagnant. Uh, cause somebody does out there, even human beings, uh, tepid, like how do you live your life? Uh, tepid man. Uh, that's my, that's for me. Tepid's my temperature. I take my water stagnant in my life. Like I think Biebs is saying that song. How did we get here? I, you know, I don't, I get my tepid water from the, so, like the source, uh, uh, so, oh boy, we've gone far afield, uh, tepid man, stagnant, stagnant, stuffy and tepid. Uh, maybe I should put that, should I put that in a dating profile? I don't think, but see, I'm not necessarily looking for someone that has uh, st- their preference is stagnant. I'm not, I'm not, my preference is not a stagnant room. Oh boy, is not a stagnant room. I guess is stuffy. Stuffy's the air version of stagnant, isn't it? Or tepid? I don't know. I'm I'm a little. I'm not 100 percent sure on tepid. But those are two words that uh, we've re-empowered. You say, "Hey, stagnant, stuffy, come over here." And this could be a metaphor for whatever's keeping you awake. You say, "Hey, I know not everybody gives you the glory. I know in a lot of things, you know, you get associated with stuff or." discomfort but there's people out there who love you and they love you a lot because the less people that the, the more intense the less people that prefer you the more intense the love is what i i mean that's what i tell myself because this podcast is very different this podcast is right along those lines too i don't know if are there any northern european scientists listening you say wait a second we just cracked the scooter code stuff you like uh Oh, boy. So if you're new, we've gone far afield. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents. We just got a bunch of those. Uh, I mean, we went from stuffy to snuffleupagus to tepid to attempted jokes. Uh, make mine tepid, man. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Uh, like, I think that's, you say, I'm a rebel with preferences. Uh, you say, is it really rebellious? Oh, yeah, it is, man. You ever order a tepid water? Uh, they say, do you want me to go out to the back pond and, and fish it out for you? A stagnant water? You say, no, stagnant water, just leave it where it is, man. Just point me to it. I'll go look. I, no, I'm here to look at the stagnant water. Not to drink it, man. I'm here to experience it visually. In all, in all, but with all, all in its olfactory glory, which is really hard for a sleep podcaster to say, all its olfactory glory. Learn that from Snuffleupagus once, because Snuffleupagus has got a trunk, you know. No, Snuffleupagus did not drink the stagnant water either, because that would air, that would destag, that would aerate it, man. Why does the stag? Man, I'm going back to my stuffy room to uh, feel contained and and uh, and warm and cozy. I find stagnant water cozy. What's cozy to you? What's stagnant to you is cozy to me. Got it? Get? I got it now. Thank you for correcting me. Whatever part of my brain this is. I've enjoyed our conversation, but I do have new listeners I have to attend to. And if they don't have these same preferences as you, but that's the thing. If you're new, 
few things you should know about the show. Show's very different, just like these these uh, preferences outside of the uh, whatever the popularity range. Uh, but most listeners who became most people who became regular listeners say it took two or three tries to get used to this podcast, just because it's so different. And if you've been struggling to get to sleep, you've, you've already tried stuff, so you're probably skeptical or doubtful or tired, and maybe you're a little bit grouchy, right? And you just heard me talk about a bunch of nonsense, uh, so that may, be, may make you more skeptical or doubtful. But just give it a few tries. The podcast is free, so just see how it goes. Most people say after two or three tries, uh, they say, oh, okay, I realized uh what you say at the beginning. This is a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of barely pay attention. And it's also, it doesn't put you to sleep. It keeps you company while you fall asleep. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your bene boar, your boar, your boar bra, your boar bra, what a bene boar, boar, boar bra. That's somebody, I don't know what the boar, like that was when I got mixed up neighbor. Uh, but I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. And if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end to keep you company. So I'm here talking in a meandering way, whether you're awake or asleep. I'm here to be your friend in the deep, dark night uh, in case you need me. So this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You know, you heard why I make the show. Your sleep's important. I've been there. A lot of other listeners have been there. We might not be going through the exact same thing you're dealing with, but we know how it feels for the most part. Uh, other things that throw new listeners off. And if the show is really throwing you off, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. There's other sleep podcasts and sleepy stuff out there. But what else do you need to know? Uh, this is a podcast, put you to sleep. Oh, oh, um, oh, structure the show. That really throws people off. Uh, and the show is designed in a very specific way with specific goals in mind. But as you become a regular listener, you can adjust the show. But most people find that this works. So, so the show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And I say something silly. So you feel seen and welcomed in and you get the tone of the show. Then there's support for the podcast. So it can come out for free twice a week on every podcast app that, that you might listen to it on. And that happens because the people that support the show directly and the sponsors, because uh, a lot of work goes into this podcast. A lot of people work on different aspects of keeping the show going. Uh, and I'd rather be free than just at one app or one company or whatever. Then uh, there's support for listeners if you're having a tough time. There's support for communities around the show, support for other people, if, and for you. Uh, after that is the intro. And some people associate the support in the intro, but the intro is a separate piece of the podcast. It's a show within a show. We've already gone many places together during this intro. The intro is different every time, but it follows the same structure where it introduces you to the podcast, but differently so that your brain can't adjust. And you can't say, well, I bet <laughs> like you, there's nobody that came into this like, so a regular listener, probably, what up, regular listeners? They said they probably didn't come into it expecting me to talk about tepid water and stuffy rooms and pr people that love that. Yo, I'm a tepid, 100, number one tepid fan with a foam finger that says, uh, tep, make mine tepid. But you're not surprised either. If you're a regular listener, you say, well, not surprising. Maybe the first time Scoots has talked about people who love stuffy rooms, but it not won't be the last, uh, but it could be next episode or it could be another thousand episodes from now. So the intro introduces you to the podcast, but for a regular listener, it's part of ideally your wind down routine. There is 2% of people that skip the intro and a few thousand people that pay to listen to story-only episodes, but there's also a few thousand people that pay to listen to intro-only episodes. Um, so just see how it goes as you become a new listener, because yeah, a lot of listeners, some people are falling asleep, but for most listeners, it's easing into bedtime. So the intro is the transition from being awake or your evening to your sleep time. And think about that. Like, it's an offer, but you could make it. You could be doing something else, maybe knitting, drawing, journaling, stretching, or just getting in bed, making, you know, making your bed and then getting in it uh, as you listen to the intro to ease you into bedtime. 
or listen to it while you're getting ready for bed or, or whatever. You know, you can't, you won't, I mean, because I'm not going to say anything super important. You could always pause and be like, I was washing my face. Did he say he loves stuffy rooms? No, he was, you know, uh, offering a proxy that of a person that may love stuffy rooms. Scoots is not a stuffy room person, but he's not judging. If you love stuffy rooms, you love them. Great. Uh, uh, and then at breakfast, you might, a regular listener or a new listener would be, I think he was talking about the time Snuffleupagus had a stuffy nose and he was asking Big Bird to, Big Bird to relate to it. But Big Bird said, no, I, you know, I've got a beak, uh, and, uh, I'm not exa- And then they, then they went to another segment where they analyzed, uh, here's a question. Do birds ever have stuffy noses? I don't know because well, one, it's called a beak. But I know there's like holes in there, right? Uh, or am I imagining that? I don't know. Do birds have nostrils? Probably some people are Googling it right now and, and will let me know. But, you know, I record the shows a few months before they come out, but I'll maybe I'll forget to Google it too. I mean, I'm guessing the answer would be some birds do, some birds don't, but it could be, but could, are they ever stuffy? I don't know. That's Maybe that's your breakfast. And you say, but I fell asleep. I don't know. So the intro eases you into bedtime. Then there's a support or, or sponsor support between the intro and the episode. Again, so the show could be free and it is optional to pay for it. That's a great thing. You could, you know, if you don't want the ads, you could pay. If you're not in a position or you choose not to, sponsors will be there to support it for you. And the listeners who support the sponsors. Then there's the story. Tonight it'll be our episodically modular series, uh, Nuns in Space, uh, Season 3. And uh, that'll be like 45 minutes of story. And then there'll be a uh, thank yous and good night at the end. So that's the structure of the show. Why make a show? I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really hope the podcast can help you fall asleep. I appreciate you coming by. And uh, here's a couple ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, hey everybody, welcome to our episode. This is the most episodically modular series we've ever done today that I've recorded today. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just laughing, but I, I thought about that. I said, uh, is this the most episodically modular series we've ever done? Probably not, but uh, it could be. It's season three. Even though that doesn't matter because it's this is this is one's a procedural. I don't really have to set in very much up for you, but it is season three. Season one and two had a little bit more seriality and stuff like that, but uh, th- this one is a little bit. I don't. I don't know. You'll find out, or I'll tell you. But but this is season three of Nuns in Space. And believe it or not, the future scooter is going to catch you up. Uh, that's probably one of the reasons I'm able to make it so episodically modular is there's a, in another timeline, there's a version, a fictional version of me running around. So Nuns in Space uh, is a, a story about uh, two main characters, a scooter, uh, sidekick to Stan, the freestyle soda machine. Who's gone beyond sentience? He's a full, you know, full human, like a not human, a fully sentient, uh, a soda machine, freestyle soda machine that has a tr- true consciousness. You know, he, like Stan. So, so, so there's a soda machine and his best friend Scooter. Uh, they're in space, and Scooter explains you a lot of the things. But Scooter, it starts out with Scooter's on a spaceship with the nuns from his childhood. And uh, that's where our story begins. Every episode this season is with Scooter on a spaceship with the nuns from his childhood. Uh, he works for them. They fly the ship. Uh, that's all you probably need to know for the time being. Other than in the next voice you'll hear, it's not an angel, uh, but it, w- it does it does sound like something. It does sound better than it, better than it, whose voice is better than. Well, I don't want to get you smoted. I don't want him smoted. Please, no smoting. Uh, I don't think an angel could smote you, even if they wanted to, out of jealousy, because your voice is as sweet as an angel's, and the look on your face even sweeter. It's Mister Antonio Banderas. 
Thank you, Scooter. Friends beyond the binaries. Ladies and gentlemen, the boys and the girls, it's time to launch into another episode of Nuns in Space. Whoosh. Thanks, Antonio. I almost, I, I, I mean, I managed to not uh, say anything about you and how noisy you are or anything like that or how gracious you are. But probably, it probably would have been better, you know, doing that than having you, because I hope you don't get smoted. Like, I'll really feel bad about it. Here's the thing, Antonio. I don't know if you can promise me this, but if for some reason you're smoted because of my actions, please don't smote me. Like, uh, let's let's stop. Let's uh, let's at least agree that the smoting site. Let's not start a cycle of smoting. You know. So if you do get smoted, you know, just be be an adult about it or, or whatever, an angel about it. Don't be like the angel that smoted you, and then you smote me. Like scooter. There'll be no smoking. I don't know. You're smoking, man. So, like, uh, when you're smoking, like, uh, that could cause smoting when you're smoking or you're smoldering. So, but I just want you to, can you verbally acknowledge if you do get smoted partially because of me or you feel like you got smoted because of my actions that you won't smote me in return so that we don't start a smoting cycle? Because I could tell you. If I get smoted, I don't have the wherewithal. I I mean, you'd have to take away my power to smote. But don't do that. Just don't smote me, please. Scooter, I would never smote you. Okay, thanks. You heard that, everybody. That's Antonio Banderas. This is Nuns in Space. Hey, pen pal. It's me, Stan. And Scooter, uh, hopefully Scooter's listening, pen pal. But I, because so pen pal, scooter, I'm sending the message to both of you because, oh boy, do I feel lucky, I mean, kind of lucky right now. I'm processing multiple feelings, scooter. Uh, if you could t- catch my tone. But you, one of them is wonder and dazzling because the colors, the sounds that I'm seeing here, there's smells, there's wonder, there's joy on these faces. There's a slow rising up. Uh, I'm mesmerized and, and I'm touched. But also, I'm by myself and I'd like my best friend to be here to enjoy this with me. Or I would have. Uh, so not even multiple. When I scooter, when I say multiple feelings, I'm not just feeling two feelings either. Well, I don't know if I'm feeling a multitude of feelings. Uh, Well, within the joy range, I'm feeling a multitude of joy and wonder. Then I'm feeling lonely and other feelings related to the fact that you're not here with me and I don't have any idea where you are. And but also I'm feeling swept away. And then I say, well, let me let me uh, because all that scooter was that soldering you did with me with that one time. And you said you were going to put vacuum tubes in there. And you put one of those, uh, I know recently you said you were putting one of those readers in that, like you said, you were going to put reel to reel inside me, but that was when you had that shrink ray and you said you were going to shrink down a supercomputer, one of those tape fed computers or computer card ones and some reel to reels and put them in me so that I could experience a wider range of emotions. It may work, Scooter, but I don't know if I like it. But so other feelings I'm having is a gnawing feeling, Scooter. Something's not right. I, I'm, I'm swept up. Uh, I'm swept away. And there's joy all around me. There's sounds of uh, wonder and happiness and good smells. But... uh I don't know. There's something else that's not right. And so, and then I say, well, this is what I would talk to my best friend about or a friend. So now I'm recording this to, to talk to somebody. Did you hear, just hear that? That was like a Long Island. I've been practicing a Long Island accent scooter because I've been bored. So it'd be nice if you were here. There's also a very strong pull here which is hard for me. So it uses extra resources when I'm trying to go against the pull. 
because uh, everybody else is floating and I'm not floating. And maybe I should tell you like just a summary of what the feeling is in a metaphorical sense. I know I'm supposed to talk about my, to, uh, there it goes again. So Scooter, uh, it, things are slowly changing here. It's like if you took a dawn and a sunset and you combine them together and it's like a languishing, languidly, lovingly. I put all these things longingly. What is that other? I, I, I thought of one other one. Lovely, lo- lovingly? No, lovely. Uh, but longing in a way, because it's neither a dawn or a sunset. Like a dawn longs to break. Uh, and it's like things are caught in that longing sense. And a sunset always stretches, you know, Scooter, and rolls over the horizon. It, I don't know if it ever sets. This one is not setting. It's also not involving suns. And this, you know, normally slowly, you know, sunset goes and rolls and then disappears slowly or dissipates. But there's something about this longing, Scooter. That's what's not right. Uh, but it's really about that floating, Scooter. The floating, it's floating, you know, floating. Scooter, you know what it means when you're floating? Floating, floating, float. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm drifting. Wait a second. So, just wait. Like I was dreaming, I was like driftwood. I thought I could have heard Stan calling me. I don't know. Is it drift? Like it's if it's drift driftwood in in the river. I'm hearing something else though. Oh boy. So it's like driftwood. But if you're a river and you're a stick, uh, maybe I'm a leaf in the dream. Oh, wait, it's okay. It's not a dream, though, because I'm hearing a sound of rushing water. So that's what woke me up. Uh, Oh, yeah, and I can see. I'm also hearing, luckily, the rushing water sound is louder than the nuns that are yelling at me to wake up. Let me grab it. Yes, sisters, uh, this is Scooter calling in. uh, you know, I was resting in my sleeping pod. Sorry, sisters. I do hear, I'm aware there's a sound of water rushing and the ship. Is it coming? I can't, um, I'm investigating sisters. Yes. Uh, okay. I realize there's other alerts coming and I will look into it. Okay. Weird. I feel a little dry. Um, uh, so, Hey, uh, pen pal, it's me. I'm recording. And like I'm recording this for posterity, and of course, in case I do, like I listen to these again and again and again, so that way, thus far I haven't needed to like. So I'm recording them, but I haven't needed to listen to them. But Stan, like one day, maybe Stan or the sisters will be able to listen to them. So here's the situation: uh, no, like I wake up every day. And the day is a new start, uh, kind of like various movies, but not exactly, because I remember everything. And the sisters do not. Uh, so we're on a ship. We're going somewhere. The sisters are serious and sh- searching. I'm like, uh, I'm the only, in, uh, I don't know if I'm enlisted or not, but I'm like the one crew member on the ship that's not in a command. And every time I wake up, there's something going on with the ship that I have to fix. If I fix it in a way, somehow then I get to where Stan is, and Stan is in some sort of delusional situation. Stan doesn't remember this, but but I think he slowly is remembering somewhere. My theory is that Stan's in a place where when all the delusions split apart, uh, it got concentrated in different worlds. And Stan's trying to help that world. And this isn't my ego talking, pen pal, but Stan could use my help or my assistance. Uh, so, And plus, you know, Stan, I don't want Stan to be irritated with me because it's not my fault either. I haven't figured out what what wormholes or, you know, trans-dimensional portals are involved. Uh, and Stan has powers uh, that are greater than my understanding but Stan doesn't really know about it, and and so Stan's going to, like, so I'm there to help Stan 
or yeah, a cistern. But first, I got to figure out what this water is. Uh, okay, so there's water. There's a sound of like water draining and rushing towards a drain. Um, but it's pretty loud, and I'm trying to figure out. So I'm going through the ship pen pal. Okay, I'm feeling moisture. Hot air rises, cold air sinks. So yeah, if I'm uh, like in these lower passageways where my head's, you know, I'm not, I'm an average size pen pal. And so my head is closer to the, you know, because the ships are designed with uh, average people. Like, uh, so I'm feeling a lot of humidity around my head. I don't know what that means. Um, okay, wait a second. So I'm going towards like the wa- like a uh, main water. Okay, there's some sort of leak in this room, but I um oh okay, it's in there's like a there's like a kind of like a like locker rooms pen pal or crew rooms ready room. They do have tubs, uh, and there's a, like a, I can hear the sound coming from the drain in this tub in this room. It's a, it's the one I use, which is going to be in the but it's uh. There's no water. It's like somehow the drain is pulling water uh, from the air. I don't know. So I'm going to try to plug the drain, pen pal. I close the tub. That doesn't, it's now it's making really like uh, the nuns are calling me because it's making a sound like uh, that's even more distracting. So I'm going to get some tape. I'm trying to duct tape it. that should be airtight, right? It's duct tape. Uh, I always thought it was duct tape, but it's with a T to seal ducks. Not to seal D-U-C-K-S's, but, um, man, I can't. I mean, this thing should be airtight, but it's still making. And I'm getting drier. I feel like it's sucking the moisture out of me even. Like, I'm going to moisture. I got to moisturize. Uh, huh, so maybe there's like a. I realize there's space between the molecules and duct tape. Uh, I did not realize that molecular water, like water's made up of molecules. And I'm speculating here, pen pal, because I don't have Stan here to actually give me facts. But I'm thinking that, and and because I've been in this position before with other strange stuff, uh, that uh, um, that uh, somehow, but I don't know, like I like I'm trying to follow. I guess I could follow the drain. Um, maybe that'll lead me to Stan. Okay, but uh, hold on. The sister, okay. Yes, sister. Okay, yeah, here's some moisturizer. And this is some hydration drinks are, are, uh, uh, in QPDZ1. Just type that into the computer. Drink those hydration drinks. Um. And I'll get to the bot. Don't worry, sister. I'm I'm gonna figure it out. So I realize the ship's getting dried out. Uh, okay, pen pal. I'm gonna have. I, I thought I could follow the drain to Stan. But the thing is, if I leave, then this is probably not good. And then the sister also. I you know, luckily I have her mute. You know, you can't hear them. But she said the sound is still very distracting, and they have to focus on the mission. So they're focused on their mission. So I'm following the drain now. And here's the good news, pen pal. There is like, so the water, it's getting sucked in the drain. But it's going through this pipe. And then as it's uh, like, as water molecules are binding to themselves. Like, so I'm going to hook it up uh, to the the humidifier on the ship. uh, Because that's how we keep this ship at a reasonable humidity. And, um, so then that should like at least make it a, a cycle and I'll turn up the humidity in the, uh, the command cabin or whatever they call it, command deck. So this is, okay. So at least this will work temporarily, but it's still making, okay. Yes, sister. Well, I have the, uh, you, I have your cabin being rehumidified. It'll dehumidify also, sister. I know, sister. I'm, 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 I apologize. I've uh, fixed one part of the problem, but not the main part of the noise that's annoying you. 
Um, also, um, sister, you should start hearing over the speakers on, in, in your cabin um, various sounds of aquariums and rain. Can you hear those sounds? They're very comforting. No, they're not comforting. Okay. Well, I thought some other water sounds. Could you just try to focus with those other water sounds with the drain sound behind them? Okay, you tried, but that was only... Okay, you tried again. Okay, so I'm going to keep those noises good. No, okay. Oh, boy. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the locker room now. Okay, so there's somehow waters going through the drain. Okay, what if I paper over the hole? Like, this has got to be... There's some sort of clue here. Um. Okay, I'm trying to put paper on top of the... Because then maybe the paper... We'll saw, oh, the paper's just, uh, so there's enough water going through the paper and then through the duct tape, through the drain, is that, uh, the water's, like, the water just kind of, you know, when paper gets wet, uh, even though it's molecular, okay, I'm going to take off the duct tape, uh, in the water. Okay, here's an idea. Like, uh, the sisters were playing, like, what if I take it? So they, like, the sisters were into playing the drums for a while. What if I take one of these drums and put it over there? Or maybe some, maybe like a balloon. And, uh, okay, that sounds, no, okay, sisters, she said, what does that sound like someone's rubbing their finger on a balloon? Okay, sorry, sister, that was an attempt to fix it. Okay. You know, okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this balloon off. um, And uh, because I'm still feeling dried out because I'm so close to the drain. I'm just going to lie in the tub uh, over the drain. And actually, this might work for the noise. And I'm just going to let the moisture. I don't know if this is going to be. I don't know if it'll dry out my back. uh, But at least I'll lie here and see. I'll leave my clothes on, don't worry, because then my clothes will get wet. Maybe that'll keep me, I guess I could turn over every once in a while. But almost like uh, I'm going to give up uh, and try to fix the sound, but also by lying here. I don't know, I got into lying in an empty tub thinking different times in my life. uh, And uh, wait a second, yeah, now I'm feeling the water, and I'm just going to close my eyes and picture the water flowing through me. The nuns haven't called. So that probably means that I'm doing something right as the water drifts through me. I'll picture myself as a piece of driftwood or drift drift leaf uh, floating towards my friend Stan. And, uh, Scooter, Scooter, wake up, Scooter. Oh, hey, Stan, sorry, I was sleeping here. Scooter, where you been? Uh, hey, Stan, um, uh, whoa, 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 wow, this is, uh, Scooter, isn't this a beautiful view? Yeah, uh, I'm, uh, I'm kind of stunned, like, uh, this might be the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Is that, uh, Scooter, those are, uh, well, let me see if I can explain it to you, Scooter. Scooter, I missed you. Stan, I missed you too. Scooter, you're a little bit wet. Only your front is wet, though. Yeah, I'll dry out. I'll, I'll dry out. It's, uh, I got to, um, yeah. They, so, yeah, I missed you too, Stan. So, th- are those like, uh, Scooter, they're not hot air balloons. If you look closer, those are beings. Okay, uh, wow, this is might be the most beautiful. So those are beings just floating upward and, Scooter, they're floating upward and then drifting downward. Wow. Yeah, Scooter, you know, remember when you showed me what a lava lamp is? Yeah, yeah, Stan. So this is like an uncontained lava lamp, but the lava lamp uh, is like, uh, the it's individual beings. Okay, so they're floating up like uh, the stuff in a lava lamp, the goop, and uh, Scooter, I call them gob balloons. Gob balloons? Scooter, yeah, that's what they prefer. I asked them what are they, and they said we're gob balloons now. They used to be gobs. Okay, so they're, I guess balloons are uh, one of those inter- interstellar things. Scooter, yeah, they are, obviously. Okay, no need to obviously me stand, and no need to stand splain. Scooter, I didn't. I would have explained to you the history of balloons and uh, 
how they are an archetype, but Scooter, they, uh, so yeah, they float up and then they float back down. Also, Scooter, due to heat, uh, but not due to, there's no lamp. Yeah, there's like, uh, this planet has suns, obviously, so it's not related to the heat from the sun. Scooter, I don't, there's some sort of, there's something in the earth here. Uh, I haven't had a chance to look at it because, uh, Scooter, they're like, uh, I've been missing you, Scooter, and I was trying to figure out what to do. And I realized something wasn't right. Okay, Stan, tell me more about what isn't right. Okay, Scooter. So you see the big, can you hear those sounds and the smells and the looks on their faces? Yeah, that's why I thought they were hot air balloons. Like, uh, I thought those were paintings, but those are their faces expressing what I could only say is something beyond joy and pleasure. Scooter, you're right. And so they heat up and they float and then they float back down. They get towards the earth. They get warm again. They float back up. But if you stay, Scooter, I've been here a little while. And I don't remember, I just remember watching it start, but I've been observing it now, Scooter. And some of this is assumptions, but I assume these are all different age beings as well. And they have different, uh, uh, they're different sizes and masses, Scooter. And some of them with like, uh, they uh, are dissipating due to this activity. What do you mean? Like, Scooter, they are just floating, and they're, the, the elements that make them up, I think, Scooter, are, as they float up and down, they're uh, getting dissipated into the atmosphere. They're not recollecting anything. Almost like they could, they could uh, like they're not having dinner or something. And so some of them have disappeared and dissipated into, to, uh, They've de- they've become just the elements that may you know what I'm saying, Scooter. Okay, Stan, and these are conscious beings. You've to, Scooter. I've talked to them. I've communicated. That's how I knew they were go- they were gobs. And now they're calling themselves gob balloons. Okay, so you got here. You were aware in this process had started for the first time on this planet. You're saying, Scooter. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, Stan. So. Wow. So, okay, so you you realized uh, this was new, and while they're clearly enjoying it and we're enjoying watching them, you felt like something was wrong. Then one of the parts of the things you realized was wrong was uh, that this may be accelerating. This is now part of their natural life cycle, or is it, could it be part of their natural life cycle, and you're just observing it and having feelings about it? Scooter, that's a great question. So, Scooter, the other thing is there's like a, whatever the, gra- I haven't had a chance to, st- I've been so distracted, but because the gravity here or, or something, something's like a, whatever's heating, causing the heats, I don't have the ability, I'm not made up of a gob scooter, so I can't float like them. And, and the energy I've had to expend to communicate and talk to them Like, I tried spraying soda at them, Scooter, to refresh them and to cool them down, and that did not work. Uh, So I tried to feed them with soda and other, you know, other things, Scooter, but I, you know, I don't have the ability to collect things, so that wasn't sustainable. And they kept going, and I said, are you sure this is part of your regular, and they said, uh, like, they were more making those sounds, uh, so then I tried cooling them down so they would stay closer to the earth uh, so I could talk to them better. And that didn't work. So then I said, okay, like hot air balloons, like we've talked about and we've seen in our other things, Scooter. Like I said, okay, let me tether them, throw, throw a tarp over them, and pull them down. And I've used my different, you know, mechanisms and stuff, Scooter. Nothing would work. Like, even when I got a tarp over a couple of the smaller ones, uh, the, the whatever's causing, you know, they broke free and they weren't happy about it. They said, we just want to float. Leave us be, please. I mean, they didn't say it like that, Scooter. They talked like the nuns. But they said, you know, leave it. And then I'm all alone. 
And I said, well, I don't have anybody to brainstorm with. And I tried imagining Scooter. I tried to have an imaginary best friend. I called Pen Pal. And I, you know what, Scooter, I've got to be honest with you because I'm very frustrated. Okay, Sam, go ahead. Tell me all about your frustration. Scooter, I'm M-A-D at you. Y-O-U exclamation point, Scooter. Like, you left me here alone to deal with this. I wrote it down, Scooter. Exclamation points, all caps. And I'm so mad. I'm also mad at the God Balloons uh, because they haven't listened to me. They won't communicate with me. They're kind of ignoring me, Scooter. I'm trying to help. uh, And, uh, Scooter, I'm so Can you tell how mad I am, Scooter? Stan, it looks like you should probably do something to express your, you're expressing yourself and I'm hearing you, but it seems like you have more expression and more of your feelings need to come out. Preferably not in soda syrup though. Scooter, thank you. This is why I needed you here. It makes me more uh, MAD that you weren't here. So I'm, I'm going to lie down on the ground and kick my arms in my feet in, um, in, in, and make noises because that's Scooter. You're right. But the fact that it took you so long to come here to tell me I could lie on the ground and pound my hands and feet and, you know, yell that, uh, I'm, okay, Stan, go ahead. Oh, boy, Stan, you really threw yourself down there. I like how you're, you're is that writhing? Are you writhing around on the ground? Uh, go ahead, Stan. Keep, get it out. That's good. You're getting it out of your system. Screw I'm stomping. You are. I, like, and it looks like the gob balloons are watching, too. It's like, that's a great idea. Scooter, are you being sarcastic? No, no, no. Like, I like how you're rolling around in the dirt, even. I've done this before, Stan. Scooter, I know. I learned it from you. You you, you do it all the time. I don't do it. I did as a Scooter, I've seen you do this before. Oh, well, I didn't realize you were looking, uh, uh, no, yeah, keep going. No, why don't you curl, curl up, uh, Scooter? No, I like writhing around, like you said. I'm gonna go on my other side and, uh, Scooter. Why were you so relatable? Well, Stan, I just had to lay down in some sort of like cosmic drain. I get, I just gave up earlier, so I kind of get it. Uh, it really looks like the gob balloons are really enjoying. They're still floating and stuff, but they're paying attention to you. And you're really getting covered. Oh, you know what's interesting, Stan? Scooter, what's interesting? The dirt on the ground from up, even from where I'm standing, it kind of looks like a rusty, you know, reddish-orange hue with some browns and stuff. But when it's on you, I see that uh, this dirt is like made up of speckles of billions of color. Maybe not billions of colors, but a lot of different colors. Scooter, what do you mean? Like you're covered in like uh, sprinkles almost of dirt. Uh, some of it's neon, like the gob balloons. Uh, there's so many different. That's like one of the things that's so impressive about all those floating beings is the colors they're making against the sky. And now it's like in a, a minuscule version on you. Scooter, I don't understand. Can you lo- roll around in the dirt so I can see it on you? I can't. I mean, I can kind of look at myself, but I can't put it in perspective. All right, Stan, I'm going to do the thing where I run in a circle while I'm on the ground. Uh, like um, like uh, I think Homer used to do it, and uh, maybe one of the Three Stooges did it. Okay, Scooter. The Scooter, that's kind of funny. You're not very good at it. That You didn't do it correctly, but uh, your attempt is funny. Thanks, Stan. Okay, so, yeah, see, I'm covered in this uh, dirt. Scooter, yeah, it looks like these are uh, different elements. I'm going to have to start to analyze them. Okay, yeah, it looks like the goblins have stopped paying attention now that you're not expressing your feelings. Uh, Scooter, I'm a little embarrassed uh, that they were watching me. Okay, well, it looks like you're blushing anyway. So, uh, Scooter, here's the thing. I'm feeling energized. Okay, you're feeling energized from... For expressing your feelings, I think, and uh, maybe then being seen expressing your feelings. Oh, Scooter, from my, I'm, I'm feeling energized from the intake of uh, elements because we we were right; these are the same elements uh, 
that make up the gob balloons, I believe. That's why they're the different neon colors and bright colors they are. Scooter, did you also notice that the ground is extremely warm? Did you notice that? Yeah, I did, Stan. That's why I'm still lying on it, because uh, I love a warm ground. I, I, yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's, it's, another thing, Stan, is it's like uh, the ground is humming. Did you notice that? Scooter, I didn't notice that. Are you sure you're not imagining it? No, I'm not imagining it. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, no. Uh, Scooter, one second, though, because I want to, before we get back to you, because I'm I'm not saying you're imagining the ground summing, but I'm trying to communicate to the God balloons now. So I'm going to, like, I have, I'm going to use that voice throwing technology, the ventriloquist thing. Okay. Like, uh, where you direct your audio. Scooter, yeah, but it's, I call it the ventriloquist thingy. But you're, okay, so you're going to talk to the, what are you going to tell the God balloons? Scooter, I've figured out that, uh, the elements they need are on the ground. They have to come back to the ground and get the elements. That's and then they won't. They probably won't dissipate. Okay, why don't you just spray them with elements, Scooter? That's the thing. So how do I explain this to you? It's ba- it's basic science for me, Scooter. And don't worry, I'm I'm talking to the god balloons while I talk to you, so I'm multitasking. So Scooter, um. The elements that make up the god balloons are spread over the probably the whole surface of the planets in small, uh, tiny specks, like you said, like sprinkles. So some of it's getting blown around by the wind and stuff, uh, which is helping sustain the god balloons up there a tiny bit. But then when they dissipate, you know, it kind of falls down as uh, dusty rain or uh, dust in the air. Okay, so... um why can't we just spray more stuff in the air? Scooter, it's just, uh, it's not concentrated enough. Like it would have, we'd have to have a way to constantly do it and that would make it, uh, too dusty. Okay. So the God balloons need to come down here to kind of, um, reabsorb their elements. And Scooter, each God balloon probably has a majority element that's different for, not all of the, you know what I mean? They're not all the same. Okay. And what did they, so you told them they have to come down here to re, and what they, Scooter, they're not interested. They said, leave us alone. We're floating. Can't you see how beautiful and wonderful it is? Okay. So a little bit of a setback. Um, and uh, why don't you lay back down on the ground here with me, Stan, because it is pretty nice and warm. And, uh, like, I'm feeling it vibrate. Oh, Scooter, that's because the ground's hollow. Okay. Uh, wasn't all ground hollow? No, Scooter, I think we're, uh, there's a, okay, Scooter, right over here. If we go to this rock formation and we, there's a entrance, we can go underneath where you were lying. Oh, it's like a cave system, Stan. Come on. Scooter, oh, look, there's paintings in here. Yeah, there's uh, neon cave paintings in here. This seems to be some sort of a museum because uh, uh, those cave paintings are, uh, Scooter, they're protected. Yeah, they have a protective coating. And they're murals uh, or paintings of, um, Scooter, those are gobs uh, rolling around on the earth. Yeah, so this is their history. And... Their history, they're ground-based beings. They're ground-based gobs. They're not gob balloons. There's no, even if we go deeper in the cave, there's no, there's nowhere where they're floating. Scooter, no, but there are a lot of them are like merging and unmerging or whatever. Yeah, we'll talk about that one day, Stan. Scooter, is that the, like, Scooter, um, you're right. Uh, and they roll around. Oh, and then they exchange elements. So a neon pink one and a neon orange one. Okay, so they're rolling around. Okay, Scooter, I get it. So that's how they exist is uh, exchanging elements and rolling around on the ground or traversing the ground and absorbing elements. Yeah, and it looks like some of them are able to leave some behind and only pick up those uh and they have a pretty, it looks like this is pretty developed, like different, uh, they must live underground. So somewhere, 
it's so so we got to get them back to the earth whatever's happening is not part of their natural scooter it's not organic you'd say well you were right stan when you said something's amiss uh so I don't know what to do. Scooter, let's go up and I'll tell them. I, I, I took pictures and I'll broadcast the pictures uh, into the sky. Oh, already trying, Scooter. They're not interested. Okay, keep explaining it to them, Sands. So tell them that the science and the history back this up, that they have to stay earthbound. Maybe we could find some compromise. Oh, Scooter, they're saying they don't want to stop, and they don't think they can stop either, even if they wanted to. Only one person said that, though. Okay, so they're floating, and um, so they're floating, and uh, they um, they um are floating, huh, man, and they can't stop. They don't want to stop. The history and the science are not winning them over. The only thing that made them curious is, uh, okay, I don't know what to do here, Stan, because uh, we got to figure out. So there's something making the planet warm. Scooter, I got to tell you, though, I don't think we have time to figure that out because now I'm observing them more and more. It's been going on. Okay, so we don't have time to fix the planet right this second. We have to get them back on the ground to start re-elementizing. Right, Scooter. Okay, let's go back in the cave, because one thing I did notice in the cave um, was uh, oh, those vats of goop, Scooter. Yeah, so there was some god balloon goop. Uh, I think that's their paint. I think that's just paint. Um, and so I have an idea. Scooter, what's your idea? Um, it's a little bit different. We're going to pretend, we're going to cover ourselves. I'm going to cover myself in neon green. You could pick whatever color you want. Scooter, I think neon fuchsia. Okay, I didn't, I've never heard of neon fuchsia, but I can picture it, so I'm sure it exists. Scooter, it's over here. Okay, then we're going to go out, um, and we're going to go lie on the ground together or next to each other. Okay, and then we're going to uh, throw a fit, Scooter? Kai, no, like, so you know what I was saying? We'll talk about it later in the paintings. Um, I think this is a very physical, uh, they, they're very physical. That's why they're getting so much out of the floating. Like being a gob is um, is something, there's a physicality to it. Scooter, I don't understand because I'm, you know, originally I was, you know, even though I've, evolved i'm still a soda machine at heart stan you're a soda machine with a heart i think scooter actually technically okay scooter i'll 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 say yes yeah not on a technicality but so um you're all oh boy so we're gonna roll writhe around and we're gonna pretend we're on a double like a double date stan is that enough for you Scooter, we're going to pretend we're, no, we're, we're going to pretend we're, I guess we're going to, we're going to pretend we're on, we're going to roll around in, um, covered in, we're going to roll around on the ground together, Stan. Scooter, I don't understand. Okay, here's the thing. Like, if you turn on your sensors, we'll just, we're just going to, like, uh, we're going to, like, the earth's warm, the ground feels nice, and we'll, like, uh, bump each other, um, just as friends, uh, like, uh, and as, as a performative thing, uh, so that in, in, um, like, believe me, the warm ground, I think would be enough alone. And I think I could cover the, um, I could cover a lot of it. Scooter. Oh, so like, we're going to pretend we're exchanging, uh, elements, Right, we'll rub back to back, uh, so that you don't, you know, and like I'll try to get some of my neon green, and you try to get some of your neon fuchsia. Scooter, then they'll see its paint. Not if our backs are connected, Stan. And remember, just try to feel the goodness and feel the goodness of the earth, and let go, Stan. And I think that'll get their attention. Okay, Scooter. Okay. 
Scooter actually been doing it since, yeah, yeah, and they're paying attention. See, now they're, um, they're looking. We got their attention. They're interested. Oh, boy, is this great. I'm Stan. I'll put words to it, and you broadcast the word. Oh, boy, is this the best, man. Can't believe everybody's up there floating alone as gob balloons when they could be down here. I forgot, you know, I, I heard about, I heard that thing say, that soda machine thing say that scientifically we needed the elements on the ground here. And I'd forgotten, you know, the whole history. I got so caught up in floating up there. I forgot about the whole history of our people and that we're a ground-based being. I don't know what strangeness has come over our world to make us float up and down like balloons. But I do know that uh, being down here is pretty good. Is like I forgot. Uh, I guess I thought that floating was great, but uh, I could feel the elements on the ground here. Maybe the warmth of the ground is not normal. I didn't see anything in the cave paintings about that stand. Scooter, I'll start analyzing. Well, I'll multitask again. Good thing you're capable of it, because I'm not. I mean, I, I guess I am. Oh, boy, am I enjoying this. And I forgot how good it was uh, to exchange some elements with my friend Stan and really get down to business down here. It's like a dream come true. And they, so, so, Scooter, they're getting closer, but they can't. Scooter, there's something else wrong. Okay, so like uh, they're getting closer, Stan. So let's see if we could, is there a way you could um, use your nanos to like kind of kick up a storm and uh, at least get them some, you know, because all of them are getting close. They're really interested. Oh, and they're starting to exchange. Okay, I think this is going to work, but we still have to figure out this next problem, Stan. Scooter, I'm kicking up a dust storm. And it does seem, and they're bonding. They're all bonding as a group. Uh, they're not becoming one, Scooter. Whoa, Scooter, those are n different noises. Yes, Dan, those are uh, those are different noises. Uh, okay, so I think if we kick up, if you keep kicking up the dust storm and they keep exchanging, this is going to buy us a little bit of time. Scooter, those are, uh, their faces are a little bit different than, yeah, that's a different kind of joy too, Stan. Oh, Scooter, this is, okay, anyway, Stan, so, um, yeah, um, oh boy, so, uh, Stan, I don't know if the earth, and now I'm a, I may be warmer than the earth here, but so, can you, there's got to be something in this earth that's not normal, can you scan, like, uh, this gravity that's, in this heat going on? Okay, Scooter, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm analyzing and sending nanos in. Scooter, it's interesting. Uh, what's interesting about it? Scooter, there seems to be some sort of, um, uh, some sort of like a spinning, I don't know, something in, in the center. Like this planet, uh, I suppose to have a, I think this is like a solid thing, but that's what's keeping it. There's something spinning in the center of this earth that's supposed to be a liquid core planet. Okay. Uh, but there's something, yeah, Scooter, it shouldn't be able to stay solid where it is at the center of the planet, but it's spinning around, generating not a, it's like a magnet, it's like a heat magnet. Scooter, I don't know what it is. Okay, Stan, so I kind of I kind of have an idea of what it is. Um, it's not supposed to be there. Scooter, I've, I've got that sense too. And there's got to be a way... Scooter, we can't get it out of the center of the planet without disrupting. I don't know how it got in there, Scooter. Yeah, I think that's it, like that's like it's a something. It's a creating a it's a it's a it's concentrated delusion, Stan. Scooter, it's concentrated delusion. Yeah, it, elemental delusion. It, it, um, okay, Scooter. Um, well, I think Scooter, if we uh, if my name, okay, here's what we can do, Scooter. The pressure it's under there, because I can't believe it's uh, still maintaining solidity, and the speed it's traveling on is creating the friction and, and something like gravity that's like increased more gravity than they're supposed to be. But then the heat is causing the god balloons to float. And the thing is, Scooter, I think if, like, if it, my theory, now this is purely theoretical, 
And I don't see how it's possible, but some part of me is like, oh, Stan, you have the power. I don't know where this power is coming from, Scooter. Okay, let's not analyze where the power, what is your power, what is your part of you saying your power can do? Scooter, my power is saying that if if it's if I can stop it from spinning, uh, that it'll uh, it'll it'll dissipate like like it'll be consumed and DL, it'll the delusion will be consumed and broken down into its base elements by, by the planet itself. Okay, so why don't you get ready to do Scooter? Uh, like uh, a real, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I wanted to apologize for losing, getting so MAD earlier. Well, thanks, Sam, but don't worry about it. Uh, just start to slow that down, and let's lie here. The Earth's going to be only oh, Scooter, it's slowing down, and and uh, yeah, the God balloons are settling on the ground, and it's slowing, and I can feel like the gravity of the planet returning to normal. I can see them. Look at how happy Scooter, they're kind of decoupling a little bit. Yeah, they're kind of rolling around and getting some of their own elements off the earth and enjoying their return to the earth. And I don't think they have shoulders because they're gobs, but they're shrugging their shoulders. Scooter, they seem to be like they were caught in a dream. Yeah, they were caught in a delusion stand, but as this slows down, why don't we lie here on the ground and enjoy the last moments of the earth's warmth? Uh, together and uh, you know the dry paint drying on us scooter it's pretty cool we're uh we're neon we're, it was like we we're in one of those races where people throw the uh, neon dust on you or whatever or paint yeah and uh, we could lie here and get some rest together stan because i have a feeling we'll be going through this again soon okay good night scooter i missed you i missed you too stan good night